Welcome to this week's installment of the Flash Flashcast. Um, returning from a triumphant conquering of my to-do list, this is Lisa Schmeiser, and with me are considerably more stalwart po- podcast participants, Phil Mozilak. I try to be stalwart. And Tony Sindelar. Hello. Yes. So this week we are discussing the second part of the Gorilla Extravaganza, um, and I think we'll, we'll probably be... Have, have, did you guys have the discussion about Gorilla Law? And, and the legal complexities, how it might work on their system, uh, how it might work in, in guerrilla society, what the guerrilla law review probably looks like. Have we have we talked about that yet? You know, how could we, even if we did, how could we really have gotten into it without you, Lisa? <laughs> <Okay>. so, yeah. <laughs> you know. We, we yes. tend not to like to delve into things uh-huh. without you. Oh, I appreciate yeah. that. So, I feel like mm-hmm. our, our explanation, exploration of Gorilla City was pretty surface level. So, yeah. okay. Know. I want, because I want to do a little bit of a deep dive into the Gorilla architecture intrigues me too. <laughs> and, we did talk a little yeah. bit about Gorilla urban yeah. planning. So, yeah, you know, no, it's, I know it's, and, <laughs> and um, other things we'll talk about this week. Uh, will be about how Earth-19 really should have better safeguards against people just randomly popping in, especially since they're a planet that has a death penalty for this sort of thing. And we will also talk about when two Harrys meet, and um, just general... And, and finally, another installment of Are Barry and Iris secretly 50 years old? Their behavior may suggest it. Um, so, so that's where we are. Um, and in the interest of fairness, since I was not here last week to do the... Um, episode recap I, well, well you were kidnapped okay yeah. so let's just let's just put that out there this so i mean was, was we're gonna give involved. you some leniency except mm-hmm. it's work time so yeah. you've punched the clock it's time to go all right so i will be counting myself down for the next five seconds and then i will start with grod decides to come to grod decides to bring the fight to barry and we he starts first with nukes the team manages to defuse the nukes and then grod brings it to joe and they get the plans and long story short they decide that the enemy my enemy is my friend so they bring the confusingly named gorilla who is not savitar but salazar um saladan salable Got that one from Lauren Snell, by the way. Solenoid. Solenoid? Yeah, that works too. Anyway, gorillas fight, and that takes care of that for now. But the big deal for most of the episode is that Barry actually considers killing Grodd. People are taken aback that Barry would do that because his name is not Oliver Queen. And in the end, Barry doesn't have to because, again, um, you don't put a gorilla in episode one of your two-part crossover if you're not going to bring him back in episode two. Other things that happen, um, Jesse Quick decides that she's going to chill on this earth with Wally for a while, which is delightful because the more nice speedsters, the better. God knows we've seen enough bad ones um her dad does not take this well but jesse smacks him around a little bit verbally until he comes to a place of acceptance and he ends the episode and you know he's going to miss his baby girl and he's also just horrified that alternate him is just such a drumstick wielding dork okay i think that was 45 seconds That's pretty I good. I think you hit that's, some high points. That's yeah. with us distracting you to discuss uh, Salazar's yeah, right. name. So, you know. Yeah, no, I, the, I forgot the gorilla's name. I'm really sorry. But um, it sounds too much because there's Savitar, who we got yeah, in the Yeah, it's the and challenge so of it, it's existing too- character names, right? Yeah. Like, if you were going to name a gorilla, you would not name him that. But no. They well, used an existing it, property, so. Well, like yeah. the thing I love about Gorilla Grodd's name is it's Grodd, and it actually sounds like a, ver- a, a, a verbalization a gorilla would make. But like his, Correct. but like his little arch rival's name, honestly, sounds like it's a gorilla that read Lord of the Rings and got ideas. So they all have ideas. <laughs> yeah. and well, Earth to gorilla culture is yeah. very Tolkien based, is how it goes. So. <laughs> Tolkien man, yeah. There is, you know, you, we missed the reading group circle in on the Gorilla City. It was just off camera. So. I would like to know how the gorillas feel about all the elf poetry. Uh, mixed. Yeah. So. No, like to this day, but like they my... love Tom Bombadil. Yeah. So. Oh God. <laughs> uh, you know Speaking what? You started with us on no, this, that's Lisa. Like my, that's like my favorite thing about the movie. Two of my favorite things about the movie is one: there's no Tom Bombadil, which I realize is probably like nerd heresy. And two, what I really love is there's some singing of the elf poetry, and someone asks Orlando Bloom, "Oh, what are they singing?" He's like, "Oh, it's very sad. I couldn't describe it." And that is literally the last you hear about elf poetry and elf song in all three movies. And it is the smartest uh, editorial decision Peter Jackson made. 
There was there was elf talk in this episode. In fact, HR knocked mm-hmm. our uh, little boy Wally down a peg or two by mm-hmm. calling him the little the little elf in the green suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's, I I enjoyed watching Harry and HR where HR is just Wee! and Harry is like I I can't believe I'm a dork in this alternate universe. What why is, why does he hate him so much? I mean, they did, it seemed that a little... did seem a little. I mean, I think some of it was kind of cranked up for contrast, mm-hmm. but like. In the first scene, it's like, I mean, Harry has just woken up from maybe not a coma, but like sleeping off his injuries, and he's brushing his teeth, and HR gets on his nerves so much that he spits toothpaste into his coffee mug. Yeah, that's That's, rude. Yeah, I mean, I guess it it was intended perhaps to be played for humor, but like, that came off as pretty abrasive. But, you know, I mean, there is always that challenge of, you know, what do you do when you meet your doppelganger? And we know that, uh... Harry is not one of those I want to make out with my doppelganger kind of uh, kinds of dimension. No, jumpers. he is not. <laughs> so that's but, good to know about him, right? Well, I sometimes wonder if you were to meet your doppelganger, if you would be horrified because you're like, oh my god, those are really annoying ticks, and oh god, what if I have those too? Um, if you there's would two have kinds of people in the world: um, <laughs> those who want to make out with their doppelganger and those who are just horrified by them. There well, you no, go. Yeah. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> yep. That's because I, I was wondering What's if, tricky Harry's, is that, if Harry's like working is that, through some self-loathing issues or something, and so that's why he was so mm-hmm. crabby. I don't know. Well, he seemed to be. I mean, he he was. He's he's still recovering from some gorilla possession. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's still got some long-term health issues. Um, mm-hmm. Especially, it did seem a little out of order. You know, like maybe that scene would have played better if he was pissed off about. Uh, Jesse moving away, but like that's like no, that was his starting point for the day. Is yeah. I'm mad that you're like putting up lanterns. So. Yeah, yeah. I because I, I don't. I think maybe the feelings he had were the same. Uh, imagine you imagine like you leave your high school in the dust and you go and you build a life for yourself, and then like you somehow end up pumping gas one day. And so I was like, oh, I remember you from high school. You were the president of the the blah 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 club, and you were such a dork. And then all of a sudden, you're confronted with your past slash alternate self. And and it's embarrassing and it's infuriating that people see you this way. So maybe Wells is just vain or self conscious enough to be like, is that is this what I am like? Or maybe he's irritated that he's so interchangeable that people like we just have someone who looks like you and he wears terrible pants and plays with a drumstick for reasons we can't determine and for whatever reason we think he's swell and yeah. he's irritated I mean, by that. Kinda- I don't know. We're kind of getting into headcanon territory. Yeah, But, you know, given given what we know about <laughs> Harry, maybe mm-hmm. Harry is really pissed off that, like, they kept the guy who's totally useless, yeah. but they like him, which kind of reflects on him as being the guy that they don't really like at all, but yeah. he's useful, so they keep him around. Which so is, you can see yeah. how he can have a grudge against the guy that's just lovable, yeah. but brings no utility to the situation, because that's kind of the opposite of him. Which is um, ridiculous, because they actually like, well, he's a member of Team Flash, no matter what, yeah. and... Um, you know, Harry can't see that, I guess, or Harry doesn't want to believe it because he wants to believe the worst of people. Um, you know, that said, I did like how he goes back to calling people by their lap. You know, it's it's snow mm-hmm. and 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 it's and and he's very that's the dumbest thing I've heard. And I was like, oh, good, he's he's you know, he's delivering that. Can, um, I, mm-hmm. can I bring up a plot point that doesn't make any sense or is was on for way too long, and the setup seemed to be. That HR was having a prom for Friendship Day. Yes, I loved it. It was so. What I really enjoyed really he played this. He played the Spando Ballet song, and I was on the floor laughing right, because I, I was like, "This is like, I, this is like a John Hughes movie. This is a guy who I wonder if like they leave him alone in his old chamber, and someone was like, you need to see these,' and handed him like sixteen candles and Breakfast Club, and he went into like a nineteen eighties rom com wormhole for a week and came out like permanently changed. <laughs> but I just, I just want to understand: were, were there expectations that HR thought were going to happen, like everybody would be dancing? I, you know, I just don't I know. know. The setup was big, and then we just had a bunch of conversations. I wonder, yeah. and then if, yeah. it gets interrupted by Gypsy. So, yeah, yeah. Gypsy who comes in, and um, although I do really enjoy how that was also prefaced by the fact that Lisa Snark gets name checked at least, yeah. which uh-huh. is which is delightful. Um, because we all know I love her. And um Is she uh, in prison or dead? Uh she escaped. Yeah, I think she's on the run. I think she's on the lamb. 
Technically speaking, okay. the actress is in Frequency, and I'm not sure if that show got picked up for another season or not, mm-hmm. but it's weird to see her being like an intense police-looking lady when I'm I- like, you should be driving commercial <laughs> trucks. Mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoyed uh, Cisco and Caitlin's little moment where it's like, oh yeah, you guys, you're, you're actually close friends. Yeah. Uh, even though you're, you're usually too busy sciencing to ever have a friendship talk. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I like that yeah. Caitlin's like, your taste in women, man. And... <laughs> So, so that was fun. Um, I like I like how they use Gypsy. I like how she hates and resents that yep. her brain was hijacked. I enjoy that she's increasingly dancing over the line, where you know she's going to have to acknowledge that she's let some things slide. I think it's going to come back to bite her at some point, but mm-hmm. that's when Team Flash will rally to her. So my sense is that they'll, when it's time to throw her into the mix, that's how they'll do it. Mm-hmm. But um, that that's it. Like for me, though, this whole episode, what I thought was. The ambition was there, and I love that the show got ambitious, but the budget and the execution fell so far short. Yeah, not a lot of gorillas in the... Yeah. I mean, we get some at the end, but like mm-hmm. they make us wait a long time before we see gorillas doing much. Yeah. Um, yeah they kind of blew their wad on, the, on part one. Yeah, yeah, and it was hard. Even the, the scene, which you know looks okay, where the gorillas are like looking out on the city, mm-hmm. like... The city does not look like the establishing shots of any of the other cities, uh, any of the other uh, shots of it on the show. Like, I think they use Portland, mm-hmm. and it like it's like on the water, and like looks really flat. And like in the one shot, it's like no, it's like in the mountains, yeah. and there's just surrounded by trees. And it's, it's like that's not the same Vancouver. city. It's oh. so Vancouver. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but you know they did do one thing cool. They mm-hmm. did emote with the uh, CG so that no one had to be necessarily mind hijacked. Mm-hmm. They actually used their body English to describe what they were doing, like take mm-hmm. all the gorillas home. Yeah. You know, the arm went out. That was mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. I appreciated that. Yeah. yeah. I just, it, this, this episode felt a little, um, I, I sort of feel like if one of your nemesis is a giant psychic genius gorilla, um, and this is part two of, of you know, I, it felt a little flat, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, and it's, I, it, it had the it had the feeling where there's both too much stuff and not enough. You know, for example, yeah. you, uh, we we have no idea how the team or even Barry is going to react to having a third speedster hanging around all the time. Um, and and I don't know if that's going to come up in future things. But if you have somebody who literally who literally exists on a different frequency, because remember that was a plot point last year where they point out that um, Harry and Jesse like their their bodies actually vibrate on a slightly different frequency than humans on this earth. So you've got somebody whose biology is just subtly different enough where that could be a thing, and like that doesn't get brought up. And again, you have a third speedster that doesn't get brought up. Wally is showboating a little bit, and I feel like we're supposed to see something with that. We didn't. Yeah. And and again, it's an episode with a giant psychic genius gorilla, and he's what was really absent. Mm-hmm. What was really missing, and I, yeah. they just didn't have the money for it, yeah. was there was not... And it was also the kind of tricky thing where it's like, did you actually prevent the gorillas from invading yeah. Central City? Because, like, didn't the headline kind of happen by the end anyway? Yeah. But what was missing was, the like, they needed a scene where gorillas are, like causing mayhem and like trashing the city right? yeah or you like, see like an elementary school page. and there's like kids in the class and yeah. they look out and there's like a bunch of gorillas just like using there's, the, using the a play structure as like a in the comic where gorilla yeah. city invades central city yeah. and like gorillas are like fighting or like like flipping buses over and like tearing up street signs and wailing mm-hmm. on the flash with like a broken stop sign and like and just chaos yeah. and this was like uh well his his uh, other plan that didn't involve gorillas which seemed kind of lame, didn't mm-hmm. work. And so somehow he, like, marches them downtown. Like, one car gets shoved. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is around. Uh, it's hard. They needed they needed that the scene, like, at the end of the last season of, of Arrow, spoilers, mm-hmm. where, like, there's just chaos in the in the streets, right? God, and I just, love when that happens. That would have cost a zillion dollars, probably, to do. I mean, um, I, I they, did, yeah. They didn't, have, they didn't have CGI gorillas. Spoilers yeah. for last season of Arrow. Or, yeah. did or, not or, or any like, CGI Yeah, gorillas. like, one of, my favorite, one of my favorite season finales for Arrow, which is actually a couple seasons old now, so if you're spoiled, this is your own fault for not catching up, you know, it was when all those dudes on who are jacked up on Mirakuru rampage yes. through the city, and it is just bonkers. Mayhem everywhere. You, we needed it, something like that, but the yeah, gorilla version of it. Exactly. Or, you know, even just hint at it where, again, like, it's a kid in a classroom, and he looks out, and all of a sudden the play structure is, like, covered with apes who are using the play structure as, like, a staging area, and the re- teacher's like, okay, recess inside! 
Um, yeah. Or you see an ape who actually comes into jitters and orders a coffee and pays for it. Um, you know, just you just need stuff that like points out the sheer fundamental weirdness of sentient gorillas. You know, running around a city and being totally fine with it. And there was nothing like that. There was just a whole lot of talk uh, about those. Those those are Earth One gorillas. Mm-hmm. Earth Two gorillas are different. They're much more civilized. It's mm-hmm. obvious with their structure and their architecture. Mm. Look, there's just there's no way we were going to get the three episode uh, remake of Red Dawn, but with gorillas <laughs> instead of communists that we deserved. Oh, so. we do deserve it. That's the thing. That's the Wolverines. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tony Tony Sindelar, Pitchman. <laughs> I like how you think that's it's like vision. Red Dawn, but with gorillas. I oh. would watch that movie so hard. Oh wow! Uh, it, you know what? I would watch it, but it shouldn't be made. It, it lives in that <laughs> that dark valley. <laughs> so you're an abomination. I, I must buy tickets. I also, can I know, bring up? I was the I'll ending bring... really kind of just fell apart. I was a little disappointed yeah. that it was like, let's go and get Gypsy, and that, yeah. and there's the neat mm-hmm. scene where she's talking to. Maybe the Earth nineteen version of Flash, who's like, all right, masks. let's um, let's talk about like, that, please. Mm-hmm. But then, who like, is that guy? Well, I don't know. He's a mysterious red speedster, right? Um, yeah, on Earth so nineteen, yeah. Um, where Earth nineteen, which is like foggy and kind of, uh, you know, maybe cyberpunky. It's a little. It's unclear. very There's atmospheric more seeming. Yeah, yeah. But the reason to get her was super disappointing. Like, yeah. we need her. To go and find this guy that we didn't have time to, you know, this other, the other gorilla. Like, I guess it was cool to bring him out, but it was like, did you really need Gypsy to bring him? You know, that, yeah. that's And just where seemed- was he? Did, did she just get, did she take Soledad? Um, or That's whatever not his name, name is. <laughs> Solivar. Did, I, I don't yeah. know who Soledad is. Let's just go, yes, let's just assume right. Soledad. So, mm-hmm. did, did he, was he, or did she take him to another dimension like when she was under the uh, broad I think spell? He, would, he let's just say, I mean, it's not worth getting into because it's dumb. But he's probably <laughs> he was in jail in Gorilla City because mm-hmm. Gypsy is a tracker collector. She can help track people down. So though maybe Cisco on his own could have spent like three hours looking around in Gorilla City for like the one guy in a jail cell. Mm-hmm. Instead, Gypsy can do it in a couple minutes, and so that's yeah. why you bring Gypsy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was kind of a disappointing, you know, b- b- for their big surprise was like, uh, I mean, it, it's almost like if they didn't need Gypsy, that would have been less underwhelming, right? If it, yeah. the, the big surprise was like, haha, we brought this guy, that I guess that would have been more exciting. Um, I, it was kind of, I have to say, I was a little underwhelmed by watching the two two, two CGI gorillas fight each other. Cause yeah. It's like, I know this is CGI, and I also I don't super care, right? Yeah. Like watching Flash fight a big gorilla is exciting because I'm invested in this. I don't really care about this other gorilla so much, and I'm unclear. Yeah. In fact, like, isn't he kind of a jerky ruler? Like, I know, he, you know, this this is politically useful for getting Grodd out of Earth uh, mm-hmm. Earth One gorilla army power structures, but uh, I mean that that was a bad gorilla too, right? Yeah, so, it's, yeah. it's it's ugh, yeah, it's kind of yeah. like watching I, it's kind of like watching the Eastern Front during World War Two, and you're like, who do I? root for here they're both terrible um well gr- again gorilla law is very complex and very simple all at once mm-hmm. <laughs> elegant really well this is the thing is like gorilla laws kill or be killed and all i could think was you are a civilization that's managed to master ridiculous tr- heroic realism type architecture surely you've moved past kill or be killed and you have like a couple sub clauses in there um yeah. Well, but, maybe this is like a dark period in guerrilla civilization where yeah. like the artisan class has risen and fallen, and yeah. now it's like the warrior class is is the cultural dominant form. Uh, yeah. And so the, and all of the, all of that great art is thing. like two generations back. Um, yeah, but you know, even 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 in that case, though, I mean, surely there's a commercial class of apes, and they are like, we cannot have but, a killer be killed law because we keep losing customers, or or I, they're or know, they're like, how do you build intellectual capital? Yeah. Is problematic. I mean, what is the means of production in Gorilla City? Well, not just that. How do they handle, Well, how Stones. do they handle intellectual property? Because if it's constantly yeah. killer be killed, if you lose somebody who's a key researcher, you've lost all of this. You've lost all their work, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know, there's a bunch of like you know co-publishers who're like, well. Now we have to go out and kill or be killed because we've lost this paper, and we all know it's publish or perish. And mm-hmm. they go out and they kill more. Well, more it does suggest and... that ba- basically the only r- real classes in Gorilla City are Gorilla Warriors, and then a small 
uh, mm-hmm. elite percentage of guerrilla lawyers that enforce guerrilla law. Yeah. Um, well, since their law not, review is basically a tweet, kill or be killed, yeah, I suppose they have I, they, they don't have to worry so much about doing complex legal analysis, do they? Yeah, but it's still a pretty weak <laughs> civilization, yeah. right? Where you know, well, and, and this is problematic. Is, is if it's a weak civilization because they've got a they, they've got a legal code that um, has no incentive for following the law. If you are a property owner, if you are an artisan, if you are a, a, yeah. a, 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 an ape of commerce, like. This makes you especially vulnerable to being overrun by other civilizations and turned into a nature and yet, preserve. Lisa, yeah, I don't they're get the hyper intelligent ones. Maybe oh. this is where we end up eventually. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's- what a stratagem! <laughs> I'm here to help. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Oh my lord! No, this 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 whole. I, I feel like Gorilla City would be better served if it, were, if it were an actual city as opposed to a bunch of apes who seem to have fallen into architecture. Um, yeah. And um, I do, I do have a um, I, let, just to derail us into mm-hmm. another another fold. But I am no scientist. Uh-huh. But when I put on a apparati that uh, brings out memories, mm-hmm. and when that is over, and I have that information, mm-hmm. and the person that had it on looks as though they may be zombified or not doing so well. I'm not worried about the information they presented. I'm worried about that person. Joe looked awful after yeah. he got his memories uh, expanded. Uh-huh. I, I, I was like, why are you guys not going to him? He looks like he's about to fall out of his chair. He, he had to do some uh, really Star Trek quality acting in this episode. And I really <laughs> felt for him because this was he did a lot that was pretty far beneath him. He had to sit there and look like a zombie with magnets on his head. Mm-hmm. He had to do the gorilla voice. Uh, and he probably did the best gorilla voice of the two episodes, uh, which is unfortunate that it was the last one. Um, and then they, for reasons, never did it again. Um, yeah. What, what, they, is, what is Star Trek <laughs> level of acting? Uh, well, can just, you quantify that a little bit? Can you, do, uh, do you remember there was an episode of Star Trek The having Next to Generation that are, where, where that they had to... You. They they had to pretend to be in, in, enraptured by a video game that was effectively just like a cone and a ball yes. on a virtual reality That is from the episode field. that is creatively titled The Game. Exactly. And um, the acting there to, to pretend that this game was, was possessed of such depth and sophistication so as to entrap seasoned um, spacefarers with its, with its cone and ball gambit. You know, again, that's... Ma- a, a massive you really have to like take the leap of of the take the leap of belief with them if it's going to work out so or um i've actually I mean, seen it on andromeda too where someone once handed kevin sorbo a bowl of what looked like dog food and he had to be like hmm, this is interesting and then pretend and then you know like tuck into it and i was like that takes commitment that takes a you know that 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 yeah. takes a, a firm conviction that that indeed you this is the finest repast you could possibly get in the andromeda star system so I mean, you're huh. Jesse Martin. You've been mm-hmm. in Rent. You have, yeah. like, a career of quality acting. Law and Order. You know, yeah. maybe you're already kind of slumming it being on a CW show, but it's fun, and you need a paycheck. The paycheck but is then steady. In you're episode, in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this episode, we are both going to ask you to read these lines of dialogue that are a gorilla controlling you, and then later sit here and look like a zombie while we put magnet props on your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. okay. I just, he, doesn't, he doesn't get paid extra for this. No. So. No, this is... And they're probably... Just, remember when you like got you, off lightly in this earlier episode? Yeah. Space those out a little bit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, so. No, it's... it's it's um, The brain hijacking thing I find really interesting because if you're Grodd, don't you try to find ways to, to, to erase people so that they don't know what you're up to? Because if you're hijacking people's brains and then, and then making them do things... Why would you then discard your victim while they're still alive and give them full possession of what you're thinking, feeling, and planning on doing? That's mm-hmm. you, You've basically created an army of, of people who are motivated to work against you and know your every move. Well, only if they have the science to uncover it. Yeah. So, uh, international, international, interplanetary, interworld, intergalactic, interparallel universe bounty hunters should. So, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And... I'll be honest with you. I think this is one of the other things that I think why maybe this episode mm-hmm. wasn't hitting on all c- cylinders. Mm-hmm. Um, we involved nukes. And I've yeah. said this a couple times on a couple different places. Arrow did it, and they were punching above their weight when they did it. Mm-hmm. 
we did it now. Yeah. Uh, and we solved it by just hitting a keypad enough times. That was very unsatisfying and yeah. dumb. <laughs> and right. there was the weird... Yeah. The mm -hmm. I mean, there were several things about that that were dumb. I feel like they should have used the... I, I like Flash <laughs> defeating something by mm -hmm. forcing a keypad, but they should have used it in a different context. Yeah. Uh, it had the thing where the missiles are coming online one by one. Uh, it also had the thing, they didn't draw too much attention to it, but the thing I really hate, where he, as he was getting to the end, he is putting, he's getting the, the digits one by one, which uh -huh. is not, like, that. that's not how that works. Um, so, yeah, it, not a great moment. Um, and it was like, well, how, we, need the, we need to do as much as we can without showing gorillas. Um, yeah, but it's, we have an episode centered around a gorilla, but we won't yeah. show it. I mean, why, why wasn't there crazy stuff with... Uh, I mean, he mind controlled a general. Mm -hmm. Why isn't that general out uh, giving orders? And like, yeah. I mean, wh what if the Flash had to deal with like being surrounded by like a squad of soldiers with guns pointed at him, and yeah. he doesn't want to like hurt them, but he also doesn't want to get shot and captured? I mean, yeah. I feel like there are other things you can do with Gorilla Grodd can take over whoever he wants, and he's very smart and clever, mm -hmm. and could make life really complicated for Team Flash. Yeah, and they didn't really do that. And then um, at the end, they're like, at the end, they're like, oh, Lila, Lila has him in Cadmus now. I'm like, really, really, that's that's that's. Yeah. Is it really a good idea? Uh, you know. <laughs> and and is the murder thing really such a heavy burden? I mean, I get it. The Flash is 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 different from uh, Murder Boy Ollie, mm -hmm. but I mean, do we really have to push that like to the, where we say it like three times in an episode? It did feel a little manufactured, right? Also, also if I'm Ollie, it's I'm a really ticked off that everyone's using me as the horrible warning and not the good example. It's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I doubt that he's going to know and he's got his hands full of other stuff. But, you know, there are worse things than being Ollie Queen. And uh, everyone's like, oh, you know what it is? I realize Ollie does it, but you don't do that. I'm Look, like, really? Well, why not? Man. If you start down this dark path of murdering, eventually mm -hmm. you'll be mayor. <laughs> so. I don't see yeah, how it, there's a It's worked out pretty well. <laughs> I don't see how there's a downside to this. Or if you start off on this dark path of murdering, you'll get a fly time-traveling spaceship and a crew of goofballs who follow your every word. That's basically I don't even know what you're talking about Lance right now. Story. Just stop. Yeah, it's the Sarah oh. Lance story, man. She's doing all right. Um, there were... So we did... I feel like we should check in on our mm -hmm. what we learned about other Earths, because yeah. that's always... Uh, just the I always amazing enjoy things. that, yeah. I enjoy that. Mm -hmm. So we learned that Earth uh, 19... Uh, yes, Earth-19, because I guess we learned mainly about Earth-19 in this mm -hmm. episode versus Earth-2. Yeah. Uh, Valentine's Day is Friends Day. Yeah. Um, we also learned that uh, there was a, a quick throwaway line from uh, when Luke Cisco Star was talking Killer. to Gypsy. Luke Starkiller, which Luke is the, Star like... Luke Starkiller, which wasn't that the... No, that was, like, the original name for Luke like, Skywalker, though. Like, the rough draft name for yeah. Luke Skywalker. Whoa, 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 whoa. Rewind. I uh -huh. must have missed that. Uh, so when... Shoot it. When Cisco when, is like, yeah. oh, Gypsy will totally join us. I'll go talk to her. And then she's like, I'm not joining you. And he's yeah. like trying to convince her. And she's like, and she says, are you trying to Luke Starkiller me? Um, which mm -hmm. I which, guess, I think. It seems to imply that she's probably thinking about whatever their Earth's version of um, Return of the Jedi is. Or maybe Empire Strikes Back, where like you know, well, join me and we can rule the universe together as father and son slash. But that would be Darth uh, Vader vibe buddies. No, I, yes, I think you're... I think she's thinking now of, of of what would be Episode Six in our continuity okay. and might be Episode. But we don't know what it is. And yeah, but so yeah, George but, but that, but, Lucas but, 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 yeah. still makes Star Wars on Earth nineteen. Yeah. Well, maybe somebody else does. Maybe somebody else steals his notes well, and they Phil, get the first in, draft in, in the show that you refuse to watch that we don't even talk about. Um, they actually have an episode where George Lucas is pivotal to saving the Earth's timeline. So the Berlanti what? verse, yeah, the Berlanti the Berlanti verse has very strong feelings about the utter vitality and necessity of George Lucas to this world's reality. Yes, that we are not. Oh my we are not lying to you. This sounds no. manufactured. This is legit. all right. When did, all right? Did this happen before yeah, this or <laughs> after Legion Legion of Doom? I think it's a couple before. Yeah, a few before. I'm still not like, going to watch I like, it. I, I like can't the idea that. I like the idea that Phil would slowly watch uh, Legends of Tomorrow, like in reverse order, machete order, based on things that we convince him are important. <laughs> All right, All okay, right. I'm going to write up a this. Secrets like conversation to plot how we can do this. <laughs> All right, I'm going to I'm I'm writing this in 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 on my on my piece of paper right now. Uh -huh. George Lucas 
must die. Legend of Tomorrow. Yeah. I'm, I may decide to check that out. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. It sounds preposterous, and yet, You're for some reason, I feel you? compelled. Well, yeah. I'm intrigued only after I hear the things that happen. If there's something like this, I'll, I, may, I may walk down that path. And then the problem is, this is going to go out, and then I'm going to hear on Twitter, oh, yeah, really, you should watch it. Da-da-da-da-da. And I've got to tell people to stop. Yeah. All right. And, so I will and, tell you, it's the most recent season, season two, episode mm-hmm. nine. Yeah. Is, okay. is, is what you got to go. And you'll love this. The title is Raiders of the Lost Art. Yeah. Um, we'll speak no more of it. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 a number of blatant homages. It's it's great. It's well, very yeah. funny. It's in fact literally mm-hmm. the episode before the other episode that we made you watch. So <laughs> we're doing it. So it, wait now is Rip Hunter still a hippie? Um, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he is. Oh well, maybe. Wow. Well, all right. So <laughs> now, now, now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> This is a this is this is the definition of a slippery slope, though. Um, so. It's paved with Luke's Scar- Star Killer reference. Yeah, I, I so, also, really. Yeah, I also, oh my I also really like the callback in the Stinger. Like the callback to the War Between the Americas, where mm-hmm. Jesse is completely confused by Casablanca because she's like, "Is this supposed to be about the War Between the Americas?" Which you realize is their version of World Does- War Twos. So. Dump, dumb question. Is any actual knowledge of World War II required to enjoy Casablanca? I haven't seen it in a while. Um, um, in no, fact, not really. Aren't, 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 isn't there like a major part of it that's like totally contrived and fake? Like there's a whole MacGuffin around like they need transit papers that yeah. will let you go anywhere that don't exist in the real world. Yeah, it's, it's so, pretty. Okay. I mean, the whole point Just of the <laughs> movie is that this dude has to do a favor for his ex-girlfriend and her husband. And will he or won't he? Um, boom. End of story. And <laughs> look, I've spoiled Casablanca for whoever hasn't watched it yet. <laughs> Spoiler warning for yeah. a movie that is a million years old. Yeah, um, but so. you know, it's, it's oh easy, a million. Come on, <laughs> look, well, everything you need, everything you need to know about the movie is contained within the movie. And okay. um, you know, that said, uh, the video clip I'm going to recommend is from the J.K. Simmons episode of Saturday Night Live, where they do a remake of Casablanca's iconic ending scene, and it's him and Kate McKinnon, and um, she decides to improvise, and it's super funny. So go look it up. Um, yeah, so I want to talk about the Barry and Iris uh, thing where she walks into the apartment and there are a frillion candles and rose petals everywhere because I can't be the only person who watched that and went, oh, Jesus, who's going to clean? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you have a speedster, but I was very concerned because, like, Barry does a lot of, like, exiting rooms and leaving, mm-hmm. like, piles of paper fl- flapping in the wind, and it seems like that, plus a lot of candles. candles that's just, a, yeah, that's, a, that, uh, that's asking for trouble. Asking for trouble, yeah. yeah. So. And, and again, I can't help but wonder, you, you have to clean all this up. It's... It's, I remember um, during my business travel days, there was one time when, and we used to stay at the Westin because our client would put us up there, which is the best type of business travel. And there was one time when I was going to my room where I opened the elevator and somebody had scattered this carpet of rose petals all the way to like the, the room where the presumed lucky people would be. And all I could think was somebody is going to have to come and pick up all these rose petals and sweep them up and vacuum them. And it just seemed like such a colossal waste and such a colossal mess. And then I thought, okay, Barry has been dealing with nukes and psychic gorillas and all this other stuff and speedster or not like when did he have the time to pull all this off well i i bring you back to the beginning of the episode in which barry Mm -hmm. breaks the laws of nature Mm -hmm. by cooking a stack of flapjacks french toast bacon cooked to perfection Mm. and whatnot he can do this all super fast but again it takes time to cook things. Yeah, that's the food. Yeah, that's the, really yeah, the food. The food is not a speedster. Yeah, it's probably he's probably great at multitasking, but it's yeah. still it's still going to take. Like he can probably make a lot of food in thirty minutes, mm-hmm. but it's still going to take thirty minutes. To right? make it well, this this also now raises a question about lighting all the candles because, like you said, he wishes around and disrupts and disturbs Aaron his wife. Oh yeah. So how are that you must lighting- be real frustrating if you're the Flash. You have to do them one by one, yes. but you can't rush because then you'll put out all the other ones you've already. Yeah, no, there's just, oh, it's, 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 and the proposal, I was, uh, I don't know, I I have such, such ambivalence towards television proposals. Why? Why is he doing it? I can't help but feel like the, like, Iris has to, Iris is doomed now, like, the minute the hero's like, oh, you're all I ever wanted, and I put you into this elaborate proposal, and it involves my grandpa's ring, and World War II is mentioned, and, and... You're but like, oh, this is not going to work. We, we didn't get an answer on that, no. correct? Right, we did not get an answer. I hope Iris is like, well, can I think on it? 
<laughs> or if she's like, can we, can we, can we shelve this until after we deal with Savitar for once and for all? Because you know, okay, because that's right. Because Zoltan then takes Wally or whatever, ha- mm-hmm. whatever happens there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, it's it's just to be like <laughs> Zoltar, Savitar. I know yeah. what the thing is, but we, we just we can't. You know. And t- you can't just come back into our lives, mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to know who you are. Yeah. yeah we get our evil gonna... speedsters confused <laughs> with the gorillas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I don't totally remember the context in which Savitar left and why he couldn't have just come back right away. Exactly. Um, I don't so... either. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It did seem ominous that I mean, maybe we'll get the reveal in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had no Julian in this episode. I know. Uh, in part because there were too many other characters, uh, you know, with two, double wells and whatnot. Well, I'm just oh. thinking Julian's reaction to double wells. I think he and Harry would have really gotten along, so that's a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that would well, have been just. Now, is Harry double. leaving? Harry left yeah. at the end, right? Yeah. So he's gone. Yeah. He's going to go through a wormhole? Uh, he like walked off to the left. I think that that's they yeah. they, gotcha. they were okay. really they they had to save their budget for yeah. Um, All right, they had to save. I their, just want to make sure the candle budget was over in this episode. So clearly they had yeah. to skimp elsewhere. Candles and gorillas. You yeah, know? candles and gorillas oh. will get you every time. <laughs> yeah. Also, my favorite department store. So. <laughs> I'm gonna write that one down. Oh I'm just, I'm just here to make Lisa laugh so hard that she has to step away from her mic. It's, it's really my only function on this podcast. Done. Um, <laughs> it's like a store where you go and you step the candle, and all you can smell is gorilla. And the desperate salesperson's like, "Please take something." <laughs> I promise you, if you get that candle home, it smells like country apples. And you're like, "No, I'm a little concerned about that gorilla that's talking to me, using only its mind." <laughs> Is Tony is candles and gorillas uh, the masthead just going to be pretty much a black Helvetica, or are we going to use the eye in gorillas and do a little candle in there? I, the I think you go you go really just classic, uh, you know, uh, elegant ser- serif letters. Uh, yeah. I think is what you do. Yeah, we're going to go serif. It has to be vaguely country, like it's candles. Yeah. Mm. Like you have to. It's not candles and gorillas. It's candles mm, with like the with mm-hmm. the, like the apostrophe before and after the. Mm. To imply mm-hmm. candles and gorillas. Oh, we are gonna we're gonna do all right. So we are gonna do the apostrophe N. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, candles Great. and gorillas. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can look for that in image in mm-hmm. your uh, podcast player. It should be sitting right in front of you right now. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. You didn't. It didn't make any sense for anybody when they started. Mm-hmm. Only now. <laughs> candles Excellent. and gorillas. Oh. <laughs> Well, I feel like we've covered a lot. Uh, and launched you know, a lucrative new business opportunity for anyone yeah. who wants to take us up on that. I mean, I yeah. feel like my overall, I, I like some of the pieces, yeah. but this didn't really fit together. Uh, I don't think it was as good as the preceding episode. Yeah. Uh, I, I give this kind of like a, a middle, kind of kind of a B episode. Yeah. Uh, it did not upset me, but it didn't really pull off what it promised. I feel like if um, you were... Probably B minus. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like if you're grading it on its own merits, it's probably a solid C plus slash B minus. But if you put it together with the other gorilla episode, maybe the whole block is a B, just averaged out. Because, you know, the trip to... The, the, the previous episode is a lot of fun, and I liked how they used Julian there. I did miss him this episode. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, it felt both overstuffed and weirdly empty in spots. But... Um, mm-hmm. That's been this. I think that's been a problem with this season, though. Too, we've talked about it. Where some episodes just feel like furniture moving, and others are like, "Jesus, what just happened?" Everything. Um, but it's like yeah. having a donut. It's mm-hmm. it's it's great on on face value. It's it's just you know sweet and whatnot. But it's mm-hmm. all empty calories. It could be stuffed with whatever you want. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's just it's dead a pile calories. of sugar. It's a pile yeah. of sugar. And <laughs> and and after an hour, you're like, "Why did I do that?" <laughs> <laughs> What was I thinking? Why did I do that? (laughs) All right. Well, let's wrap this up then. And um, we will be back next week, I think, to see what happened to Wally. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, because I saw previews for next week. Um, So we'll be back next week to talk about what happened to Wally and Scimitar, Savitar, Pat Benatar, whatever he's dealing with. (laughs) 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 Hit me with your best shot. (laughs) I'm Lisa Schmeiser. And with me, as always, are Phil Moselak. Fire away. And uh, Tony Sindelar. Good night, nerds. Night. <laughs> Still giggling. Candles and, and gorillas. gorillas. Still giggling over that. That's the greatest. <laughs>
I'm here to help. <laughs> I'm just checking what do we know about the next episode it's called the wrath of savitar so oh, that makes sense oh this does not fill me with a lot of so do it i don't do you do people want to know what's coming yes sure Watch all right flash. The wrath so of 15 is the wrath of savitar 16 oh. is into the speed force which means we'll have more speed force ghost alien guys talking to barry right mm-hmm. uh, which maybe will be okay we just got to get through that, and then we get mm-hmm. to Phil's favorite, 17, oh, duet. Geez. Oh, that's going to be a glorious episode yeah, of the podcast. Yeah, see, of the podcast. That. Of the podcast, not the episode itself. I think that the episode of the podcast will okay. be, will be, you know. We'll How could it not? See, you just gotta like we're managing your expectations, Phil. Every time we talk about it, you get sadder, and then when it happens, you're gonna be so happy. Comparatively, <laughs> relatively speaking. So. Yeah, and look at it this way: I mean, you, you'll have already watched Legends of Tomorrow, so you've you've toughened up for this. Yeah, <laughs> if you're so, still even I'm, like I'm like so if you have close. taste buds in your brain left, I'm, so. I'm so close to watching this episode. You have no idea. Uh, it's not. It's not. I think you'll be disappointed compared to the other. Oh, one. the I other one. Be, I, Oh, Tony, I, I know them. I'd be disappointed, but it makes for good episodes that I actually did it. Okay. The most recent yeah. one where they go to Camelot is the worst. Now, I won't <laughs> so, watch that one. I can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just saw the preview for that one. and was like, I don't know. No, but... it's not. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> I am stopping my recording. I'm going to start uploading. I, uh-huh. I, I do. It's just goofy good fun and i kind of appreciate that um especially since arrow gets so dark and weighty and blah 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 but uh, yeah so there's that but uh no i just realized i gave up on glee after my niece stopped being interested in watching it so um apparently both grant gustin and melissa benoist are on it now i i feel like i have to like youtube for clips of that so i can know what to expect from their singing voice no you don't have to (laughs) and we know i mean we know jesse martin can sing so you know Yeah, um, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. And I think the actor who plays Cisco has done stuff too. So you know, I'll, I'll have to look him up. Oh, I, and uh, oh god, I cannot. I always forget his name. Everyone loves him. Uh, Malcolm Merlin. Um, oh, Chris. John. John Barrowman. John Barrowman can sing. Okay. Yes, apparently, mm-hmm. and people love John Barrowman. So. Oh um, yeah, uh, he's he's so John Barrowman. Yeah. He's yeah, oh, very much so. so. No, like no, that that season finale of Arrow I was talking about that I enjoy so much because it's just pure mayhem for you know an hour while people are dealing with the Miracuru enhanced folks. Like the part where Thea is in serious danger and then an assailant um, shoots all of the Miracuru goons with arrows and then John Barrowman whips off his head and goes, "I'm her father," and I was like, "That is such an Errol Flynn-esque thing to do." It was it was it was. Uh, I, I, I was like, no wonder people go crazy for this guy. Uh, so, all right. Shall we call it a day? Yeah, I hold think on. So. Before you do, let me just show you something. And it's it just, you know, it's a prototype, mind you. Um, mm-hmm. But let's just, let's just put this in the Skype here. All right. All right. I, don't, I don't want there to be secrets. All right. So, Okay, candles and girls. <laughs> I feel like it needs to be a fancier font. Oh, but I gotta put the serifs on. Do you know with yeah. with Tony's uh, input there? Yeah, but I, I think you're you're headed in the right direction. Headed in the right so, direction, definitely. Um, do we do we need? A yeah, it needs, like, it, it needs to be like a scripty thing. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I, yeah, kind of scripty, like scripty and girly looking. If that makes <laughs> sense. Let me uh, see if I can open up like a Google Doc and try to give you the name of a font that might work. Okay. Or or something close to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking that I know I've seen this picture on Google Images mm-hmm. with a gorilla with a uh, uh, carrot in its mouth. Mm-hmm. It's like a cigar. We could do a you little... You could change it to a camp? Absolutely. Now we're, now we're thinking about it. 
Yeah, now we're brainstorming. <laughs> this is this is time well spent, people. This is, this is synergy. This is what it's all about. Yeah, Tony, Tony you know what? needs it's, sleep when you can do this. Yeah. No, it's okay. I'm looking at, I just Googled like department store logos. And you know uh-huh. what? I don't really, it turns out I had no sense of what department store logos look like. Yeah, you did. Because uh, I definitely I, I said like serif. And it's like, you know what they don't use? Serif. Serif. That's right. Yeah, yeah Bloomingdale's sans serif and so is Macy's. Um, yeah, a lot of sans serif or very scripty or like handwritten style things. Yeah. Um, I'm looking. Yeah, now I'm looking at free font places too. Um, Man, I don't go to department stores apparently. No, well, who does? This is why they're all running out of business. Um, okay, Phil, I'm going to put in um, a list called font, uh, a URL called Font Squirrel. <laughs> That's what oh, oh. There you go. And I feel like on the Font Squirrel page, okay, font I feel like. Freebooter might be a really funny one because it's got just enough fancy scripty stuff. But you, you you see where I'm going with this, where it's it's you know kind of or homemade apple, yes, where it's like handwritten candles and gorillas. Oh man, I'm sorry that we're not recording this anymore. This is all gold. Uh, by the way, I am recording it, so you're. Uh, that'll be the extra that. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at Font Squirrel now. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Homemade. Yeah, go look for a homemade apple on the font squirrel page that I, I did. It's, oh yeah, homemade apple is pretty good. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like I feel like it's just like homey enough along with the, for 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 candles and gorillas. <laughs> See, it's it's a little close. It's a little close to um, papyrus, but I'm willing to uh, yeah. take a stab yeah. at it. See, I think Freebooter is too fancy. I feel like, I like, I, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's why am I why am I engaging with this? Um, yeah. Because I can't. There's also there's also uh, milkshake, which um, which seems like it could go for a nice classic vibe if you wanted, I guess. All right, um, hold on, milkshake. Yeah. I kind of like Quiggly Wiggly too. Oh, I was just looking. At, that's per- that's like a 1950s thing. I'd love that. Yeah. Quiggly Wiggly is really cute. Because I think you want something like ornate and distinctive but not too Mm -hmm. uh fancy right not too scripty yeah Yeah. if you go to page two sophia works too i think it helps if it's a heavier weight font which not a lot of these are i mean usually these the fancy fonts tend to be kind of delicate right that's Mm -hmm. part of their yeah yeah if you go to page two and look at sophia i feel like that might work too candles and things candles and gorillas (laughs) because g is just such a great word for serifs oh my god (laughs) all right now wait a minute sophia i'm not seeing Mm -hmm. yeah it's coming up it's on page two oh yeah if you click on to page two on which one hot um if you're on font squirrel there was like the first page of the scripty pages and you go all the way down to the end of the list where there's um quimp quimp quimpelka i guess uh, sophia pro oh okay you're on the next page now no i'm on the i'm on the i'm on the front page uh, the hottest fonts today oh okay hold on um but then recently added <laughs> Here, I can just send you a link to Sophia. I can find the link. Yeah, okay. I got it. Here we go. Ha ha. <laughs> you you beat me. So. <laughs> oh, I think that's. I think that might be thing. That might that might yeah. be the thing right there. Yep. Okay. Well, I've got my homework. Candles <laughs> <laughs> like oh my gosh! You know, um, we do have to. It is the beginning of the March, so I think. It's the next flash cast we should say something about the the, the pledge drive oh and, yeah we should do that Jason, and maybe, and maybe we provide somewhere yeah except for language I, I started i have to go back to slack to look but maybe maybe candles and gorillas is our ticket to the big time who knows <laughs> okay now i've given you a bunch of uh of gorillas i'm gonna give you one more and we've uh-huh. got to pick the gorilla okay <laughs> Okay, so here's the next one. Serious business. And yeah. this one. How many... Is this the same gorilla, or is this just a thing gorillas do? I I, looked, I, really, I did a Google search of gorilla carrot. Okay, so this is a common thing. I, um, I like the first one because it looks like you could do it where he's holding the candle. 
Yeah, I, I like that one. one is him eating the candle. So, and I think number two. What, what mm-hmm. kind of candle do you got? I say <laughs> extending the madness. Oh, Lord. Uh, let's see here. Like, I imagine kind of like a fancy candle in like a brass, uh, like a holder, an old timey mm-hmm. candle. Hold on. Hold on. Is that a gothic candle? I'm using. No, that's not a gothic candle. I'm using Google Image Search. I'm causing trouble. Candelabra, perhaps? Oh my gosh. Okay, hold on. Okay. Yeah, that would be something like that. What kind of candle was that, Phil? That's your standard. Oh, that's just a standard with an old fashioned thing. I was. For some reason, the idea of a girl holding a candelabra, that is, it is like Planet of the Apes cross with Phantom of the Opera that I'm here for. Just remember, it. I got to superimpose it on that guy's okay. hand. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good point. Good point. I, let me. So, obviously, no menorahs. No, that's just not going to work. I don't know what we're saying when we do that. Yeah. I kind of. Oh, whoops. That's not the. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Are you thinking like the the candle where it's like a little uh, Jack be nimble, Jack be quick candle? Yeah, like this where he's holding it by just a little loop. Uh, might yes. be the easiest yes. to, to insert. Uh, it. I like it. I See? like it. I know yes. what kind. Of, I know what kind of candle a girl is going to carry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There, yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly the kind of candle. I don't know yeah. if that's the best type of image to grab it from. And maybe if but... we can. Uh, no, we'll get it. Um, and then we'll get. Well, we'll get it. <laughs> Um, okay. But well, uh, may, if I could only put his pinky out, like, like yes. he's holding it, you know. I, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah. This is good. This is really good, important work that we're doing here. Yeah. I, feel, I feel good. It's, it's the Lord's work. Um, yes. And this is all going to go on to the back end of the podcast. <laughs> Okay. No one will ever listen to us again. <laughs> they have to understand the brainstorming session that went down. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, everybody. Good job, team. Good like job. Yes, I feel like I feel like we have our action items now. <laughs> yeah, yes. I feel like we've all come together. We really solved an important, complex problem that, like individually, probably we could have done, but not at this level. And no, this is really no, no. this is this is what a high functioning team does. Yeah, this is this no. is synergy. <laughs> Yeah, this is collaboration. Yeah, <laughs> collaborative. Uh, and I would just like to apologize for starting all of this. <laughs> oh, there's nothing to. You've given the world a gift. I feel like you should say, "You're welcome, world." Yeah. You're welcome, world. All right. Yeah. All right. Good night, guys. All right. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>